2: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too, Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: Let it go, let it go. We're so excited to talk about Frozen today if You couldn't tell that was not Adina Manzel. that was me. Wow, Dr. Shocking. I, know, I know, I know, she's basically my doppelganger when it comes to singing, but it, I know it's going to shock. Um, uh, but no, in all seriousness, I'm really excited to talk about Frozen. Um, it's January when this is being released, it's very chilly in the northeast where we live, um, and it's just such a classic movie. I believe mm. it's like the 10th. 10 year anniversary of it being uh, released. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously there's been a sequel and there's going to be a third one coming out, I think in a year or two, I can't remember if it's 2024, or 2025, but there's definitely a third one coming out. Um, so if you've been living under a rock <laughs> uh, you know, this 2013 mega hit uh, frozen is a Disney movie inspired by Hans Christian Andersen's fairy tale, the snow queen. Again, I just love Using fairy tales to talk about mental health stuff and development and attachment and all the things. Um, And it won like a bazillion awards. Mm -hmm. It won an Oscar for best animated feature, best original song, which I just, you know, gave you a little preview (laughs) of. It won a Golden Globe. It won a BAFTA award. It won two Grammy awards. I mean, just huge. Um, And uh, had you seen this before, Portia? Yes, I have,
0: and I do oh, really like great. it. Yeah, I really like Frozen. The okay, music good. is wonderful. I do too.
1: Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, it like the music is like right on par for me with Encanto, mm-hmm. Where like I don't mind listening to it. You know, yeah. like it really gets in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I keep talking about my recent Disney trip, but it's just because it was so much fun. Um, and there's just so much like Frozen is paraphernalia there? everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's great, right? Because, like, everyone loves Frozen. I think also because it was, like, the Christmas time, so it was, like, easy to incorporate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, at Hollywood Studios, they have a whole, like, Frozen sing-along, which is great. You know, there's some characters, and then there's some, like, funny narrators. And then, like, you get to sing some of the songs with the kids. And, like, Elsa comes out, and all the little kids go crazy. You can, like, meet Olaf. And it's just, like, adorable. Um and I just think, like, one thing I love about this movie um, is, like, it's just so different from the classic Disney movies. Where it's not, like, the the girl finding her true love in a male partner. It's, like, the sisters. Yeah. And their love between each other is, like, what saves the day. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't watch it, I think, for, like, a year or two. <laughs> Um, but it's so funny because I was like, Oh, at the end, right? Like her sister saves her, not the guy. And I was like, Oh, like, I really, I wish that like her sister could save her. So obviously it was like it, it, that memory had stayed with me, but I don't know why I thought it was like my idea or I had this like epiphany (laughs) that like, Oh, it could be like family love or like friend love. But yeah. obviously, Disney didn't know what they were doing. And I, re- I love yeah. that twist to it. I think it's, like, such yeah. a, a difference from, like, the traditional Disney princess movies.
1: Right. And it's, like, one of those messages that I'm, like, so glad children are seeing and internalizing these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to start, if it's okay, if I take the lead here. Yeah. Um, just talking about, you know, once again, their early childhood <laughs> and attachment styles. I know. total shocker that we want to analyze the attachment styles of Elsa and Anna, right? Did that cross your mind at all?
0: Yeah, I it crossed my mind with Anna with – um. And what? you're going to talk more about the type, types, but her disin, um disinhibited social – Right, she'll go with anyone.
2: Oh, my gosh,
1: yes. you guys are the best. Or I, I'm in love with you, and they just met. Yes, yes, exactly. So, again, we see – Okay, so Elsa is older than Anna. We don't exactly know how much older, but I think Elsa – like nicely displays like eldest daughter syndrome, which is not a real syndrome, but funnily enough, have you been seeing that thing floating around on Instagram? I love it. (laughs) It's like, we do need to add it to the. Yeah. Um, It's just so funny. But anyway, um, we kind of saw that again with Encanto with Louisa, you know, like just, it's funny. Mm -hmm. So uh, Elsa is a little older than Anna, but they're still pretty close in age enough to be like playmates and stuff. And we see early on that as they're playing, Elsa has these like powers that she doesn't know how to control and it hurts Anna. And so very early on we see her parents um, take them to the trolls, which are like really cute. Um, I guess they're like the, almost like the medicine men mm-hmm. of, you know, Arendelle, Dell um, who give them the advice that, you know, in order to heal Anna, they have to like remove that part of her memory. And interestingly, it leaves like that, wisp of yeah. white hair so there's always like a trace of it right It's always a trace of the trauma even if you can't remember it you know it's like good metaphor yes for repression right um but then she like forgets that bond like with her sister mm-hmm. and then it's almost like the parents like lock elsa away from everyone because like she can't control her her powers Um, And I always just like thought that was so interesting and so sad and like, gosh, really like sends the message to Elsa that like you hurt people. Yeah. Like you're, you can't control yourself, right? Like, how did you interpret that? Um,
0: I I loved watching it knowing that we were going to record because I felt like I thought about it in such a different way. And with her, it was just like exactly what you're saying with like repression, but it's like you have to else. Elsa has to be so perfect yes. and feel nothing like a shell, which we're not yes. wired to be in order to like, not have any emotion, which will then kind of send the ice and snow all yes. over the place. And so yes. I think that's often like a message that some people get like with, you know, you can't be yourself or your emotions are too big. And so then we tuck it yeah. all away and then what happens?
1: We explode.
0: Expl- yeah, right,
1: exactly. And also great, I just was thinking, like, I wonder if Elsa struggled with disordered eating and mm-hmm. perfectionism, maybe OCD, like. Yeah, she <laughs> need needs that, <laughs> like, um, profile
0: with those yes. kind of disorders.
1: At right? Risk. Like, she she's at risk for those mm-hmm. things. Um, and even with, like, you know, wearing her gloves to prevent the ice, I, I could just see some like OCD type behaviors yeah. she could develop. Like we don't see that in the movie, but again, being mm-hmm. super analytical. Um, but yeah, just like, even if you just use the ice as a metaphor for emotion, Oh, it's beautifully done. It is. Right. It's so beautifully done. So like basically like Elsa's emotions trigger the ice, which hurts her sister. Mm-hmm. And I think like all siblings can relate to this, that like, you know, sometimes it hurts your siblings. Like, there's mm-hmm. conflict. Um, but, like, gosh, it must have been so hard for Elsa to be so locked away and so I scared know. and to be, like, trying to control it but not being able to yet. And it's, like, girl, you just got to, like, just let her grow up. And the blame. It, right? Yeah. Like, the self-blame. the shame. Mm. Really intense. And yeah. then we have Anna, like, on the other <laughs> end. Yes. Wh- who's also isolated but in a different way. hmm Right. She doesn't like... know, right? Like, she doesn't
0: know why. It's just, like, everyone's right. treating us this way. Like, that's just how it is. No Isn't one's it explained weird? it.
1: Yeah. Um, you yeah. almost get the sense, like, so they weren't let out of the castle either? Mm-hmm. Like, the doors were shut. They're all the inside. The windows were shut.
0: It's dark. It's, like, yeah. empty. It's cold. Which I just think yeah. is that like, whole movies
1: way of like talking about isolation um
0: yes, yeah what
1: that feels like and so then mm-hmm. even you have Anna. I'm like did they each have like a separate tutor like you know they don't have any friend did did Anna at least get to talk to the staff she at yeah. least like would talk to the paintings you know like she could at least use like some make-believe or something but like she was also isolated but mm-hmm. like in a not alone in a room she was like in a big old castle, but I got the sense she had like more interactions with her parents or like stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but like not enough, I think to develop like secure attachment style. Definitely felt neglectful. Like, like after
0: Elsa had like hurt her and then when the parents died, um, Oh,
1: the parents always have to die in Disney movies. mm -hmm. And at that like little, um, show, I was just talking about the frozen sing along at Disney. Like that's one of the funny things they mentioned. They like list off all oh, really? the Disney movies where the parents died. It takes him like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like all of them. <laughs> right. And I was trying to figure out how old were they when the parents mm-hmm. died? It seemed like at least adolescence or young adulthood. Um, but it's tragic. They, it's unexpected. It's in a, in a shipwreck Um It's really sad, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, they barely had any social connection. Their parents were, like, it. Mm -hmm. And now they're gone. And now they have to figure out, like what to do
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right and i'm wondering right
0: like if the parents had been alive still would they at you know and maybe like like any parents no one gets it perfect but like i wonder if they would have helped anna or i'm sorry elsa later on with like maybe taking her to the trolls again like you know when she's an adult like helping her but it's like regard like they we will never know so like she didn't get any help in um, kind of trying to regulate her emotions so first the message was like right like i'm bad i hurt people there's something wrong with me but then yeah. you know the loss of the parents which was obviously wildly impactful but then there was like no opportunity for her right. to
1: receive a different message right like she it, it's like just like compounded yeah the psychological isolation mm-hmm. and alienation right yeah And then we see how each each girl, Elsa and Anna, reacts to then interacting with society, yeah. and they take such wildly different approaches, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I thought, and again, like this, the music
0: is just so wonderful, so good. Like- I loved the whole song when Anna is, like, watching them open up the castle, right? She's, like, running around. She's seeing the light. She's going through the gates. She's, like, dancing around everyone. She's so excited to finally get her needs met and be around a million people and talk to everyone and look at everyone. And then, obviously, like, polar opposite, Elsa is, like... Terrifying. so terrified of what she might do what might happen um i mean it's visible which i think is is great for kids like anna's like oh yeah. and then elsa's just like there with
1: her gloves so tight like her you yeah. know her chest her, like, her body language mm-hmm. right just trying so hard to like not feel anything right but actually feeling a ton of fear yeah yeah
0: and i forgot that um the guy
1: who on a was Hans. bad Hans yeah um yeah oh my they- god again not to go back to that little show but it was so <laughs> funny in that little show at Disney they like they like run through you know the plot and everything and, and they put Hans up on the big screen and the the man narrator was like he's literally wearing a red flag because he wears like a red like scarf oh my god and I thought that was so funny and I was like yes That's hilarious. He's such a good example of love bombing, Mm. uh, right? Yeah. like Perfect example. Perfect example of just like, again, when we say love bombing, that's not like a technical term. Mm. Like we don't use that diagnostically. It's not in the DSM, but it's like this way of interacting that people often with malicious intent, whether they're, you know, fall in the narcissistic spectrum, the antisocial spectrum, or they're just manipulative. Um, this way they relate to you to like really suck it in, you know, so love bombing might be like really quickly, like praising you, mm-hmm. idealizing you, buying you gifts, flying you on a private jet, proposing right away yes Mm -hmm. mirroring back whatever you're interested in they mirror it back to like oh my god me too like you feel like you've met your twin flame um you know stuff like that such a perfect example and again Mm -hmm. i was like stoked that disney is displaying this as like hopefully all the children watching are internalizing this as a cautionary tale right and elsa even says like you can't marry someone you just met
0: which you know. is totally accurate, like, day of, right? Like, we shouldn't be doing that. And I think it speaks right. to, <laughs> like, you know, on polar opposites ends of the spectrum, I think that's an appropriate advice to give. However, it's also Elsa giving that advice who's like, I don't know, she would never want to be with a partner or that could never right. happen. And then Anna is, like, so vulnerable to someone taking yes. interest in her and talking to her that it's so easy for her to be swooped up, which
1: people who are malicious often can pick up on. They can, like, sniff it mm-hmm. out, right? I think that's, like... You know, you just got to be so careful. And I think, like, if you have a personal—this is not medical advice—I have to like give that disclaimer. <laughs> but am I, you know, I might recommend, if it were, that you know, if you have a personal history of attachment trauma, or neglect, or abandonment, or abuse, just know that you might be at risk mm-hmm. for really craving that love and attention and validation and yeah. approval. And people with these traits and malicious intent, they can sniff Mm -hmm. that out. Totally. I just think you're more at risk for being exploited or Mm -hmm. like sucked up in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I just see this all the time with patients, right? Um, Especially I'm thinking of like children, adolescents with early childhood trauma, or even like certain types of like intellectual disabilities or things like that, like, People who have nefarious intent will prey on vulnerable people mm-hmm. whose defenses are lower. Um, that's just like how it happens, right? And I wish there was.
0: You know, I'm curious the science behind. Like, is it the body language that the you know I guess classic maybe like I'm thinking narcissist or sociopath is picking up on? Like, yeah. how how do they know? Is it you know what are they reading? Is it like I? What time be I was, body language, but.
1: I think also another thing that I read somewhere along the way in my training or readings or whatever is that, like, people who have a secure inner sense of themselves feel like they are worth being treated with respect and are worth having their own boundaries Mm. and know that they can say no or are able to stay in touch with things that don't feel good and know, like, I don't like that. I'm going to pivot and move a different direction. Right.
2: So the
1: person trying to get to you isn't going to get to that person, right? Because they're going to like turn away from them. But the person maybe who doesn't have that secure inner sense of themselves or who, you know, struggles to set boundaries because it wasn't modeled for them or their own boundaries were violated in childhood isn't, it's going to have a harder time naturally turning away from them. And I think that's when those people are like, aha, Mm -hmm. I might be able to get you. So let me lay it on thick and really try to get my claws right. in you. Like, does that make sense? I think that's at least part of yeah.
0: it. I'm just thinking of like, um, I don't know if it's him, but like, I think Ted Bundy, like, yeah. right? like really, truly classically, like uh, a predator out there, like, you know, kind of at a bar or somewhere. And it's like, just kind of scanning the room. And I think you know, somebody has spoken about like being like surviving because they didn't go with them or something like that, and I'm. Yes. This is so you know just not maybe true at all. But like I wonder if they had like a secure attachment or like oh I don't really want to yeah. and they didn't. Versus like noticing someone who's maybe like seems really uncomfortable or I'm um, insecure, kind of looking around and like okay that person looks like I can right be really nice yes. and, and make them you know
1: want to come back with that. me. Yeah. Even as you said that, Portia, you sort of hunched over. So like even your own body language as you're describing what you Mm -hmm. imagine it might look like, I think you're right. And I think like these people are really good. I think especially sociopaths or people with antisocial personality disorder, when it reaches that level, like with Ted Bundy, he purposefully feigned illness or injury Mm -hmm. to lure his victims in. So it's only going to be the people who have a kind enough heart to go help that he's going to get. So already there's going to be other people who are like, I'm too busy for this, blah, 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 blah. These other people with a kind heart could also be busy, but like put someone else's assumed needs ahead of their own and then get sucked in. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, people with like really pure, really nefarious, like antisocial personality disorder are experts at mimicking human emotions and behavior without actually feeling any of it. So you got to imagine they have been like studying this in other people in a way that like other people aren't. So I think it, and again, this is just my opinion. This isn't like, I don't have data to back this up, but I think that they're just like really astute at picking that up and like I always say, just like sniffing out the vulnerability somehow, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because Hans uh. like you know, which again, like Elsa was right or Anna was right in front of him, but like he would, there was no way he was going to be approaching Elsa.
1: He might have wanted to, right? But like she maybe that been was like, the nope. initial, right? Exactly. Like Elsa wouldn't have. She's not even again. Elsa's not even out there in the crowds trying to make friends, right? Anna's is like, yeah, know, like everywhere. And then I bet Hans when they fall into the boat together could quickly pick that up that she's so eager for attachment or friendship mm-hmm. that she has that vulnerability that he's going to use it and exploit it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's a really interesting depiction.
0: Yeah. He's, you know, the, the red flag guy. I love that. I wish, I wish people I could walk around with their red flags because some red flags Ugh. are just red flags for some people, you know, it's like, Oh, that's, that's not like true a for me. But other red flags are like danger, danger, like,
1: And I think the thing is like, um, I think the thing is that people who, again, their early needs are not met or their own boundaries are violated or things like Mm -hmm. that. People who struggle with their own types of boundaries for whatever reason, whether it's something as severe as early childhood abuse or neglect, or it's just like you grew up in kind of a dysfunctional family. Um, I just think like when you're vulnerable to this, like, you have you're almost like good at talking yourself out of Mm. your fear response yes and I like we've talked about this before too how like in our American culture women are kind of just like conditioned to do that unfortunately you know like uh right like yeah I think we talked sort of like Barbie with Barbie we've talked about it with you when Mm -hmm. she's being stalked yeah um We talked about a lot how like in our society, like the, like women just like walking around, you know, over the course of their life will face like sexual harassment, sexual assault, like things like this. Um, And you're just sort of like told to like, well, that's, that's boys, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. just all of those messages get internalized. And you, I think people who maybe fall victim to these situations, again, it's not their fault by any means, um, but I think it like someone who can stick with that fear response and internally validate it and listen to it and get out of there is very different from someone who might feel it, but then has been conditioned to like undo it or minimize it and validate it for themselves. So then they they're like, Well, I'm probably overreacting right. rather than being like, No, this is my gut telling me mm-hmm. to get out of here. Yeah. No, I
0: agree. I and I think it's interesting. So like Anna was like in love with Hans when she meets Kristoff. Yes. Um. And so I think it's, it's, it's nice because they got to develop this friendship where Anna like did have boundaries and she, you know, it was like friends and we don't do this and, and I'm yeah. being more direct with you and I'm kind of being more myself. Whereas like that, you know, again, within the context of the movie, I think that's like a good groundwork for they, for it being safe, even when then they are yeah. in love. Um, yeah. Yeah, like I'm hopeful yeah. about that relationship because it started that way where it was yeah. like she like throws the carrots right at his head because she buys them this stuff and then, yeah. you know, and he's helping her and but she's like, oh, like get away. Like, I just think it's good. They're evenly matched then because she's yeah. like in love.
1: Right, exactly. But, and she's not like... I could see Anna like with Hans, like at first it seems like when they're singing that song together about finishing each other's sandwiches, like she's saying things and he's mirroring it back, but I could also see it go the other way where when she feels like, Oh, this is it. (gasps) Yeah. I'm finally in love. Like I've always wanted to be in love. I could see her kind of like changing herself to mirror his Mm -hmm. interests and needs. So she doesn't lose him. Yep. You know, like I think she has attachment trauma and she's going to be afraid of loss. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyway, then we see uh, where do we go to next? I mean, I want to get back to Elsa <laughs> and how she like banishes herself. Yeah, so she again
0: like which which makes sense such in the context <clears throat> of her greatest fear. So she like loses her gloves and then and then she loses her emotions which are normal emotions to have at that yeah. time. Like this is scary or good coronation or like all this pressure and then, you know, she puts up that wall and everyone sees her and then that mean little man weasel man is like she's
1: a m- witch or whatever yes um and so and then she's she like "Yeah, she runs yeah. away like who mm-hmm. wouldn't run away like gosh there's right. so much pressure she's got no model for how to do this no one's ever really helped her like regulate her own emotions like elsa needs some good old dbt you know mm-hmm. like but so she runs away she's avoidant yeah and she just again is like really good depiction i think of avoidant attachment style mm-hmm Right. Yeah. Like she, it's safer she that way. And like, yeah, it, it kind of like is physically,
0: <laughs> Yeah. but
1: like it is also for her too. And I just love in the iconic, you know, musical sequence of let it go, how she just, you see her feel so comfortable with like just shooting out the ice, building the wall. She takes her hair down. She like changes her outfit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you see her just like, like, grow, like grow into herself. And like the the lyrics of the song are actually like so moving. Yeah when you think about it as like you could apply it to like anyone, you know, maybe especially girls, mm-hmm. just being like, shed this image of perfection. Just like be yourself, you know? And then she's like, the cold never bothered me anyway. It's like, yeah. You can feel all these negative feelings. You're like no queen. You're a human. <laughs> like, we all have negative feelings. It's okay, mm-hmm. you know? It's just, like, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, But then, like, you still see how it creates such interpersonal conflict with Anna, who, like, despite everything, like, still wants to be her sister and is worried about her and, like, goes after her. Anna's not like, okay, I'll be queen. Right. Bye, Elsa. Like, I'll do it, you know? Which, like... Maybe some people like one of the succession siblings might have done, you know, but she wants to go find her and Mm -hmm. she loves her. And I think that is that like thread of that early connection they had. And like, again, like playing with the snowman back when Mm -hmm. Elsa had the powers and they were kids and they'd sneak into the ballroom and play with them. And it was like not dangerous yet. And then I just thought it was really beautiful that then like Olaf is this like concrete depiction of that bond they have that helps bring them back together. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, it is a happy so ending in the sense that like i think of anna kind of kind of repeatedly even throughout childhood trying to get elsa to play with her after like elsa's uh, like kind of banished Banish. inside um as like charlie brown continuing to kick the football and like getting yeah. it pulled out like over and over and over again and how painful that is but like at least like in this scenario it does work out like she yeah her her consistent kind of I'm here. I want to be your friend. I want to be your sibling. Mm-hmm. I want to be your sister. I want to love you like works, but like yeah. in other ways, like sometimes, you know, not in this movie, but like it doesn't. And like, it just, it's just really painful.
1: Yeah. It just reminded me of like totally different vibe, but in the bear season two and the finale, when Richie is outside the mm-hmm. freezer or the fridge that yes. Carmy's stuck in and Carmi's just spewing all this hatred and venomous vitriol at him and Richie, stays constant and is like, I love you. I love you. It's just like, that's sort of the same thing. Mm -hmm. And Elsa's trying to push her away with, you know, building the ice castle, making that big snowman guy and trying to keep her away. But Anna keeps coming. Again, like, could it be at her own detriment? Like Mm -hmm. she could have gotten really hurt. Right. Yeah. Again, like Anna's like vulnerable to Mm -hmm. continuing to seek out people who might be hurting her. But in this way it has like a good ending.
0: Yeah. Which is you know, and you know, it's like why it's worth it, but like
1: sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Sometimes it's not worth it. <laughs> and that's really hard when you're faced, you know, with a situation like that when it is your sibling or it is a family member or or something and it, it isn't, you know, the hurt that they're giving to you exceeds the love or the connection you're able to share with them that I think can be when, at least with my patients, we start talking about like some hard boundaries to set. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I know we talked about it a little bit, but even just like the grief, like they, I, you know, I were wondering if the staff could have been there for them, but I mean, man, like someone, needed to step up in that castle, whether it's like the chef, the nanny, <laughs> the know. the teacher, just to give them some kind of connection. Because like the song that also the Anna sings when they're opening the gates, like it's really sad. Like it's literally sounds like it's dark.
1: Like they never are able to see outside. Like ever. I was and wondering like, like, did she ever feel the sun? Right. Does she ever like what is her vitamin D level? Like yeah. how's her bone health? You know? Like mm-hmm. I know. And it's really interesting, right, that like even if you look at those lyrics without Kristen Bell singing it in such a like animated, happy way, it is pretty sad. The first time in forever. Right. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. But then neither of them is showing like a reactive attachment style, Mm -hmm. which we talked a little bit about in our episode last month about the Grinch. So they had some thread of connection. I do think it's like those early years yeah. with their parents playing together. The gates were open. They were out and about. So that did, I think, help set the stage. But then it got disrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wonder, like, will they feel anchored toward their parents at some point for keeping yeah. them so far apart? Like, how are they going to how are they going to bridge that gap? Right. You know? Right. And then we see
0: Christoph with his enormous family of the trolls trolls
1: i know Um, being like adopt him yeah sweet.
0: and talking about or like you know which is silly but like embarrassing him in front of anna about like we should (laughs) date you guys should (laughs) be together and why not and I thought that was like a silly fun part. I also liked that. It wasn't that like they were trolls and like he was in the family. I thought that was just like a, a cute way of showing like different versions of families and what that yeah. means.
1: Yeah. Um, and that fam- you can be family, and not look the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now in, like, in that again, there's such interesting parallels with the Grinch in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that was just like totally cool there. But in, in the Grinch, like it was, he was totally ostracized for looking right. different.
0: Right. Right. So, yeah. And then there's also, more trauma mm-hmm. with Elsa being like, <laughs> right, arrested and like sentenced to death. And then, oh, then him tell her, him, um, Hans telling Elsa that Anna was dead and like vice versa, um, him leaving Anna to die like after she thinks that that's the love of her
1: life. Like that, that's what's going to save her. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. But that's what people like Hans do. Have we seen you? Like, hello. Yeah. Literally, literally being chained Um, in the basement. Yeah. Hello. Like that's what, again, Hans has one goal in mind and it's his, he wants the power at any cost. And that really displays it. I'm getting back to Christoph. Like I did find myself wondering like, why is everyone pushing on, on him? Mm. Like he doesn't have to like her. Yeah. She wasn't that nice to him at first. Like, you know, whatever. It's a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I was like, Why? We don't yeah. have to fall in love. It's okay. We can just be friends. Mm-hmm. But okay. Yeah.
0: It seems like maybe. So, what made him come back? Was it the donkey? The right. Sven, like they the leave. reindeer? Yeah. Cause like he's, she's in love with Hans and like happily ever after. Yay. But like, why does he come back? He, he finds out what's going on. Like, what's, I forget. Well, like, how did he meet Anna? No. Like, um, when they separate so like he takes her back to hans or to the castle to be like hans save her like the love of your life and then he leaves so, and then like why does he come back to save her like he finds out that she's not being saved or something i can't remember because i'm wondering you know, if I- that's the switch like when does he move into oh like she's cool like right like he she's he's gonna get a new sled apparently or like you yeah know, she bought this stuff for him um
1: I don't know. Well, I know Kristoff took her to the trolls when I right. started to freeze. Cause Elsa's powers like got right. her heart. And that's when the trolls said like only an act of true love will save her. So then he's like, okay, I got to get her to Hans. Yeah. So he takes her and like delivers her to Hans. And then that's when Hans also like has Elsa and is locking her away and telling them different things. And I think as they're trying to escape somehow, I, th- I feel like if I remember correctly, Olaf got involved and helped, like, shed light on it somehow. Um, and I think, like, somehow in there when Elsa escapes, he runs into her, and that's when, like, the plot gets mm-hmm. uh, foiled. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I literally it was, like, watched something this, like, that.
0: two days ago, and I don't know why, I can't remember, but um, well, it's just well, like happens. a switch, that's right? A it's, like, sudden <laughs> that, that he, yeah. like, you know, maybe thinks she's cool, but then all of a sudden they're in love and...
1: Right, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's Disney, you know, so again, I'm like, well, it's healthier than Hans, but healthier. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe we'll just kind of like see where it goes. Have you seen the second one? I haven't. Oh, well, maybe we can cover that one. And, you know, next if Mm -hmm. people like this, Um, any final thoughts as we wrap up? No,
0: I, I think if you haven't seen the the meme kind of going around about the older sister syndrome, I think oh, you should so check funny. it out. I think it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, and just speaks to Elsa, kind of type
1: A and just like all the things that come along with that. So oh, it's silly. It's so true. It's mm-hmm. so true. Well, thank you so much for listening again. I uh to our first episode of the new year. Um we're excited to, you know, kick off our second year podcasting and couldn't think of a better movie to start with. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you're enjoying our content to help us grow, um, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Analyze Scripts Podcast. Uh, we love interacting with people. So if you have any recommendations, we'd love to hear them. Thanks. And you can find us on YouTube as well. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
0: Luxury quality within reach, go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: This podcast and its contents are a copyright of Analyzed Scripts, all rights reserved. Any redistribution or reproduction of part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited. Unless you want to share it with your friends and rate, review, and subscribe, that's fine. All stories and characters discussed are fictional in nature. No identification with actual persons, living or deceased, places, buildings, or products is intended or should be inferred. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The podcast and its contents do not constitute professional, mental health, or medical advice. Listeners might consider consulting a mental health provider if they need assistance with any mental health problems or concerns. As always, please call 911 or go directly to your nearest emergency room for any psychiatric emergencies. Thanks for listening and see you next time.